Welcome back to another episode of the Awesome Block Podcast. I am your host, Eric Curry III, and today we got whoo, we got a couple on the podcast. This is a nice little relationship goal special of the podcast. We have um we have the couple, right? If you went to Duke Ellison School of the Arts, so this is the couple. This is the couple. Um, so they really don't need no introduction. Y'all know them. Y'all love them. Give it up for Karma and Rob. Give it up. Give it up. Give it up. Big applause. Big applause. Um, how are y'all doing today? How are y'all doing? I'm doing good. good. I mean, yeah, it's my first time seeing each other in like a couple months, like maybe like two, two months. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, maybe two. But we yeah. we we good. We both fully vaccinated, so that's, that's good. a good thing. But uh, you know, we we doing good considering what's going on. Yeah, yeah that's we good. We definitely doing good considering what's going on. That's good. So we just gonna jump straight into it. Look, so being a part of the theater department, right? Mm. One of the first rules they tell you is to not date inside your department. Y'all broke that whole rule. Like the whole rule, y'all just broke it. So what? <laughs> I'm gonna rob your face. So what? Why? So why? What happened? What's the chemistry that went on where I was just like, we gotta make this official? I think we didn't. I don't think we we didn't. Number one, I don't think, and and she can and like I guess interject if she doesn't believe what I'm saying. No, I don't no. think we planned on being a couple in the first place. So yeah. it was one of them things that just happened. Like we we were we were great friends at first. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then it just it kind of happened like it wasn't nothing that we talked about mm-hmm. wasn't really something that i was like hey i'm feeling you or, no it wasn't really like that i think it was just something that over time once we became friends you find that some things just naturally progress and then yeah. it just it happens the way it happens and like furthermore i joined when i was a um i came to duke as a sophomore so i was a first year sophomore and i was with my first year ensemble so robert was there since freshman year. So he was already in yep. us ensemble ahead of me that I would eventually join, but I hadn't quite yet. Right. We were doing our um, Shakespeare project mm-hmm. and uh, we did Richard III at the Folger Theater. And yeah. we started like, you know, we would like ride the train home and like just talk or whatever. Oh. And like <laughs> eventually we were working together on marketing for the <laughs> spring show, which was mm-hmm. Rhymers and Eldritch at the time. Yep. And that's when we really started like becoming like friends. Like, yeah, because we started being around each other so much more. Yeah. Way more. Like, you know, when you got a crush and you just naturally be like, you go and talk to them for a little bit and then you walk away. And like, <laughs> okay, yeah. we'll go talk to them again. It, it mm-hmm. was just like fun. Yeah. I don't know. It just was really like, I don't know. But, I, I don't even mean, think we would think nothing... about the ensembles or the department or nothing like that. We were just friends. Mm-hmm. And then it just happened. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It wasn't nothing like planned or discussed. It just kind of happened. All right. So who made the first move? Was it Carmen or was it Rob? Who made the it was me. It was him. Okay, Ooh. wait. <laughs> because we went to the New York trip. That was a big like step in our like relationship or whatever. Because okay. on the New York trip, I was already kind of like, dang, like I think I kind of like him. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's crazy. And then I was like in my head, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna ask him. If, I'm gonna see like if we could sit by each other on the bus. Like that's gonna be my big move. I'm gonna like really <laughs> test the waters with that. And then we were on the phone doing our homework together, and he was like, "You sit by me on the bus." And I was just like, "Okay." Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the the New York trip was I think was like, I guess when I was just I got I got tired of sitting on it and just not saying nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, so the New York trip was like I guess like putting my foot in and just I guess testing the water. And okay. see what was gonna happen, and it and it went it went good. We uh, 
A lot happened. You know what I'm saying? It, it was fun, though. It that was sound fun. like suggestive. Nothing a whole bunch happened. I think we held hands in New York for like a couple minutes, something like that. But also on the bus ride, I was like, I'm going to lay my head on his shoulder. That's going to be like the big move. And then he laid his head on my shoulder first. And then I was just like, oh, my God. Like, it, such, it was so childish. But like, I think that's what makes it like nice, I guess. It was funny, too, because I remember like seeing her like sleep on my shoulder for the first time. And I was and I um had kind of pulled up the camera to just see what was she doing? Because we were talking and she fell asleep in the middle of a conversation. And y'all, after y'all not, she sleep with her mouth open. And it was the funniest thing I ever seen. The funniest thing I ever seen. But it was cute, though. It was cute. And um, the 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 New York trip was definitely, it, it brought me uh, a lot closer to her. Just having, just, just talking about things that we didn't talk about mm-hmm. before. And, we were and picking each other's minds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like we was all of a sudden dating. We were still yeah. very much friends. Just like, uh, is there something there? Will we? Won't we? Kind of. Yeah. And, and so y'all were still in high school. Yeah. Y'all were obviously really young. Well, y'all are still yeah. really young, but yeah, back then y'all was even younger. So when y'all finally did make it official, right? What did y'all parents think? Like y'all had to tell y'all parents. What did y'all parents was like? <laughs> okay, it's kind of tricky because. Ooh. My parents pretty strict. I'm their only daughter. And so, right. you know, that comes with the territory. It comes with right. the whole, this is my baby girl. I got to protect her. Like, no right. God. Like, that mm-hmm. whole thing. And so what added a layer to it was that we both went to Bada over the summer over in um, Oxford. Yeah. And so before getting on the plane to go, my dad put me to the side and was like, <laughs> remember what you're going for. And I, I wish you would play around. I wish you, like, don't you dare. And I was like, I know, <laughs> like, I know. So the whole time in Oxford, we kind of like hanging out, becoming friends or whatever. Well, not, we already friends, but you know, just growing as friends. I'm kind of sitting there with this like voice in the back of my head, like, don't you dare. <laughs> but I don't know. I think at Oxford, it just kind of like, was like, our, it was like a world away from the world. So like mm-hmm. parents and all that stuff wasn't even like, parents and school and everything wasn't factoring into it we were just completely like immersed in like you know acting and like Shakespeare and like being there and also just like seeing where we as friends were and like yeah is it is it like is this just us being away from home that's making us kind of feel this way or is it something that's real yeah right so we didn't do anything or like make any type of like big moves till we got back home and it was like Let's try and make this official because I still feel this way. Right. And so for the first few for the first few months, I like didn't tell my parents because I didn't want them thinking that I was off in Oxford just <laughs> losing my mind. Like I was I complete like you know what I'm saying? I right. felt guilty for something I wasn't even guilty of. Man. And so it took a minute. But once I told them, they were just like, I mean, as long like the biggest thing to them is like respect. And I said nobody else respects me like he does and cares about me the way he does. Mm-hmm. And when they heard that, they was on board. They're like, all right. Like they still are such like they're still so awkward about it. Like they're so like trying to figure out where to go, like what are the rules and like what is okay, what's not okay. But right. they're trying and that's the biggest thing with me. Well, so like how did it happen? Like you snitched on yourself or you just came out one day and was like, I'm dating Rob. Like, yeah, because my dad kept my dad is such like a dad dad, like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like 
And so he, I would be hanging out with other like people in my ensemble or other friends, mm-hmm. and he'd be like, "Who is so and so? Is that your boyfriend?" I'd be like, "No." Knowing whole time that Robert's my boyfriend, not talking about Robert. He'd be talking about like my other friend, like Eric or somebody. He'd yeah. be like, Eric Cheney. I mean, he'd be like, is, mm-hmm. is that your boyfriend? I'd be like, no. Or then he asked somebody else, like, oh, is that your boyfriend? I'd be like, no. I was just waiting for him to ask if Robert was my boyfriend or if I had a boyfriend. I would gladly ask. It was more of like a, when you ask me, I'll tell you type right. situation. And so one day, I think it was my birthday, mm-hmm. Robert walked into the car and he got me some flowers. Yeah. And he was like, is Robert your boyfriend? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, you lied to me. I was like, I didn't lie. I was waiting for you to ask. I was like, I didn't lie. I was waiting for you to ask instead of accusing me. Mm-hmm. We had like a whole talk and everything like that. He was just like, you know, as long as he respects you and as long as you're happy, like, yeah. Right. Yeah. That was like the biggest, the biggest difference between like our parents, mm-hmm. because like my my mom and dad are uh, way more. I want to say like, I, I think less strict. Is yeah. They, they they like they super it's yeah. super chill, super lax. Mm-hmm. So like even just raising me, it was it was they never really asked too many questions about much. They just let me just let me figure my own way out. So when I told her, so when I told my my mom and my dad that I was um, dating karma. Really wasn't a big conversation around it. I think my dad at first was just skeptical of who she was, mm. and um, but once he met her, I mean, my dad loved her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, um, just, I mean, he asked about her all the time, every day. He called me a few minutes before we were actually starting to do this. He was just like, "What's she doing?" And I was like, "I'm with her right now, so we just call you later." And he was like, "Okay," and um, you know, when I told him, he he just said, "You know, as long as she's a nice girl, she goal oriented." And um, and, oh, I didn't mean cut you off. And uh, she just focused. Do what you do. But um, you know, my parents are pretty chill. They they're, they're not like overbearing or like kind of strict. So it it wasn't really that much to tell them. It was just like, hey, this is who I'm talking to. They like her. They love her. And so now it is what it is. And it's been like two years and what nine months? Yeah, months? something like that. It's it's going on, like so it's going on three years. So like the relationship wasn't always just like oh be besties it's yeah, like you no. know it grew and yeah, like it was ups and downs but me and his parents have our own conversations him and my parents have their own conversations it's like just building that relationship as well as our own and that was more of a family thing because like we've both been back and forth to each other's houses so it's mm-hmm. like uh we're I'm, I'm definitely so much more comfortable around her family than it was at the beginning right. and she's like super comfortable around mine Right. And, um, you know, I just think those things grew over time because, like, I don't like we don't want to make it sound like it was automatic, like it just clicked and everything was nah. like <laughs> smooth sailing. No, nah, you know, like, I, you know, we, we had to build trust with both sides right. ourselves. So, like, we would have conversations with, you know, I would have conversations with your parents. You had mm-hmm. some with my parents just it, just to build it up. And, um, you know, for me, it was um, I want her mom and dad to know that her respect come first. Mm-hmm. And that and and that that is you know what I hold at the highest, and um you know, right. and after that once you got to that understanding everything's been cool. I love her family, so yeah they cool with me. Man, that's dope. All right, Rob. Yeah. Every every guy has to go through this at at some point in a relationship. That talk with the father. Now I know with my past relationship the talk i had with her dad i almost 
excuse my French mama, almost shit myself a couple times. Yeah. Talk. How was that for you? Did you have that same feeling? Or was you like in there like I'm the man? Like, like how how was it for you? I think um be honest. <laughs> be honest. I was a, I was a, I was a I was a little intimidated, not because of her father, mm-hmm. but because I know the perspective. You right. know what I mean? Like it's it's his only daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, so I had to go in there with my A game. Or yeah. and so if it didn't go right, I could have it just this could have been just totally different. Right. And um, I think you know, talking to her dad over time, the relationship has grown mm-hmm. to a place where it's. I mean, her her dad is a, is a cool guy, mm-hmm. super respectable guy. Um. And I have nothing but respect for what he does. Yeah. And um, you know, but I but I want to say the first talk I was, I mean, I just I just remember like before, like just walking up to him, my stomach dropping to my feet, <laughs> and then me just having to pick it back up. You know what I mean? Like me just having to pick it back up and get and get myself together because like, yeah. bro, like, cause you, you, you gotta earn, you know what I mean, that place. Because if you don't, I feel like that can create a strain. Yeah, and a gap that really isn't wanted, and um, you know, I uh, I definitely just made sure to show him that you know, I I respect him more than anything, mm-hmm. and I hope nothing but the best for, her. and um, you know, after I showed him that, at that point you just gotta let the, the chips fall where they may, right? And I've been grateful to build a good relationship with him, good rapport. And um, it's it's never a bad vibe. Never like even through the first conversation we had, it wasn't a bad it wasn't a bad vibe at all. Like he was he wasn't one of them guys that approached me. It was like, you know, you know, I can be. He just ain't trying to strong on you, but no, it was never like that. He's he's super cool, super respectful, and so I I I got nothing but love for him. Man, that's dope. Man, Rob, you lucky. That wasn't how my never mind. Um, so as artists, right. It's hard to, especially going to the school that y'all used to go to and the school that I go to, it's hard to balance your art and anything else. It's really hard. Y'all as teenagers were mature enough to balance y'all art, school, and a whole relationship, right? And y'all spoke on it a little bit. There was ups and downs, right? So take us on the little bit of the journey of the ups and downs and like where it got rough and where it got bumpy. Hmm. I think I think the I think the biggest thing I think we try to do, we try to implement into what we do is we work hard, then we play hard. It's, it's not like a thing yeah. of like we try to play hard and work at the same time. No, yeah. we get what we got to get out of the way first exactly. so we can then focus with, you know, spend yeah. time and quality time with each other. Like, we were both in the acting program, both in theater, but Robert, you know, he, with his music full-time, always in the studio, always writing, always producing, always helping somebody out with something musical. As you should be. As he should. As (laughs) he should. Look out for him. But, um, yeah, it'll be times where I call him, and I'm, like, really excited. I just want to talk to him. It's been a long day. I want to talk to him about my day. And (laughs) And I'm I'm like, like, hi. Can't do it right now. And he's like, yeah, what's up? I'm like, you in the studio? He like, yeah. I'm like, all right, talk to you later. Like, <laughs> it's just this understanding. Like, call him. I'm like, hey. He like, hey, I'm riding. All right, bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> same thing. Uh oh, is the Wi-Fi messing up? Oh nah. But it's the same thing, vice versa. Like sometimes yeah, he'll that? hit me up and like I won't even answer the phone, but I always send a quick text about like 
hey, I'll get back to you when I can. Is it an emergency? Are you good? Mm -hmm. I'm doing this right now. I'll hit you back. I'm writing something right now. I'll hit you back. And I think that's the main key. Like you can have a lot going on, Mm -hmm. but if you're not communicating that you have a lot going on, that's where the problem comes in with like most relationships. Like most relationships don't fall apart because two people are too busy. It's because they busy and they're not communicating that about busy. their busyness yeah. or nothing like that. So then, so then, so then, to, to the other person, it creates like a. So what could you be doing? Yeah, because so there's like a seed of doubt to. in your head. Yeah. Like, but, oh, so they went this so many hours without talking to me. Like, since it's us, like I'll wake up one morning and have like a creative spark, and I'll be like, hey, I'll talk to you later. I'm like, I got something going right now. I want to keep it up or whatever. Vice versa. But it wasn't like always like that though. Like there were definitely no. times where I've been like you've been gone for six hours just in my yeah. day yeah. off the grid like are you okay like the like, i'm never like mad like you didn't respond to my text like i'm your girlfriend it's just more like you know we it, it's crazy world out there i just want to make sure you're okay yeah and yeah. so like well establishing that that uh that line of communication. Yeah. So so nothing get misconstrued in between. But we definitely put work hard and then we play harder. It yeah. was never a thing with and then I think also being in the same department wasn't really it yeah. wasn't really a, a super hard challenge. Mm-hmm. We know we what's together. going on, yeah. right. Yeah. We were together most of the time and, and we would work with each other too. So it wasn't <laughs> like it wasn't like we would ever be a like we don't know how the schedule is for mm. one another and now we were in two different departments then i could you know i could kind of be like yeah. you know i don't know what you're doing she don't know what i'm doing but we were face to face most of the time so it was probably like, in the same scene most yeah, of the time, so it was which like, is weird but like fun but yeah. you know it, it, it was never, i think the i think our challenge came with like keeping how how we how we felt about each other during the day we we're supposed to be working Cause we were, we were real playful, you know what I mean. So it's like I, I want to mess with her or do something with her, aunt. and she like, "Are we in class? We can't I, do that." Class, I be on my professionalism. So, you will right. catch, look over to me in the side of class. I'm just in there, yeah. my pen and pencil. I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> definitely way more lax than she is. So it was like she had to, she had to kind of be like, "Look, bro, we in class. We can't do nothing at <laughs> all." And so it was like, you know, but that that was our biggest challenge. I think balancing is even now was something we do pretty well. We communicate all the time yeah. um, and, and we work a lot. So we never want to take each other away from what the other person is doing. Cause I'm proud that he's busy and I'm mm-hmm. proud that he's doing stuff that he loves and like committing himself to that. Like right. I wouldn't ever want to take him away from that. And I don't think he would want to take me away from no, stuff that never. Like, make me never, happy never. and stuff. Right. So, yeah, like do what you gotta do and we gonna talk afterwards. Because the, cause yeah. the, the long time is gonna come. You know what I'm saying? Like, like people, people be like fishing for it and like yeah. trying to make it fit into a rigorous schedule. Mm-hmm. When, when, when you get it out the way, you gonna have you gonna have more time than you thought you did when you were trying to fit it in, mm-hmm. and you were already doing stuff. Right, man, that's crazy. Y'all already got this joint figured out already. How old are y'all? Nineteen. Yeah. Yep, just turned nineteen. Both. And is thirty year olds that don't got this joint figured out, man? That's insane like the maturity is crazy and i do think being in in the same department helped but at the same time y'all was seeing each other literally all the time so have y'all ever got tired of seeing each other like bro i don't want to see you like come on now yeah yeah (laughs) yeah because i think i think with me Mm -hmm. i'm a person where uh 
I can get I can get easily agitated with anything. Right. So I I would know we've been around each other too long where she couldn't even be doing anything wrong. And I'm just like, I'm a little blown. I'm like, look at it, bro. Like, cool out for yeah. a minute. And she couldn't be doing nothing. You know what I mean? So yeah, there were times when we was like, okay, bro, we spent a little too much time. Let's take a chill pill on each other and then come back. Yeah. Right. And I was never went. no like verbal arguments or nothing, but it just be like we're all in the same room. And since like, you know, we talk Hey, you woke up or like you know we talk in the morning mm-hmm. night sometimes ride the train together most times at school we together lunch we together and anything like that sometimes it's just like I need to it's breathe. like it's like yo did he really just sit there and like pull out his pencil out of his bag like are you kidding me yeah, like, like small just stuff just be like irritating yeah. you so it's like you know we definitely took our time to like get away and breathe yeah not not out of bad intent or nothing like that just being like you know what we need to be away from each other just for a little bit and then we could come back. Yeah. And, and the ball going to get a roll. We like, were still, on. like, you know, I'm saying we were still kids. We are still kids, high key. And mm-hmm. so, like, you know, I want to go hang out with my girls sometimes. He wants to go hang out with his friends sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I was fine. It, it, it was never really, like, I think it was probably one point in senior year where it was just, like, we was with each other all the time because of rehearsals on yeah. top of school. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of like, all right. all right, you go to your other uh-huh. rehearsal, I'm going to go to mine. <laughs> yeah. And then after, like, an hour apart, we used to be right back, like, all mm-hmm. right, I missed you. Like, what's up? Yeah, and, and I think now, because we are, I think now, because we got our own situations mm-hmm. and, and we do work to the point that, like, of exhaustion, we talk to each other pretty often. Mm-hmm. Because we don't get up, we don't get it, we don't get as much time as we had in school. You know, I'm, I'm in my studio and it's my job now. Mm-hmm. Um, she's doing what she's doing with school and acting, and it's and it's something that she does full time too. Yeah. So it's like when we're both working, so you know, just so hard at what we do, mm-hmm. we gotta make sure like we just text each other throughout the day. You know, what I'm saying what's up, what you doing? You know, just certain mm-hmm. messages like that, mm-hmm. just so we don't lose each other and uh. Yeah, it's, it, no, I think now we, we definitely talk a lot more and uh, and appreciate when we do have time together. Yeah, so high key. Heavy on that appreciation word. Because at first, it's easy to take something for granted when it's always there. Yep. Oof. When you got some space and you got time to miss it a little bit, yeah. that's when you realize yeah, like what definitely. you have right there. And so, Great. yeah. Man, that's crazy. And COVID, y'all haven't been able to like, like I said before, like this is y'all first time seeing each other in a couple of months, which is yeah, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, COVID hit 2020, crazy, insane year. A lot happened, right? Right. right. We was quarant- made no, not made March 13th. Yeah. The quarantine announcement happened, right? Right. We mm-hmm. thought it was going to be like a week, two yeah, weeks. Break. Yeah, yeah, just a little like a little break. They pushed our spring break to that whole week. We thought we was cooling. Then a week turned to three weeks. That three weeks turned to a month. That month ended up turning into now. Bye. I'm triggered. Bye. <laughs> um. So how did COVID and like 2020 just as a whole have a have an effect on y'all relationship? Like not being able well y'all probably was still seeing each other but not supposed to be seeing each other right because we're supposed to be quarantined um and stuff like that so how did it how did that happen let me tell y'all first how she the best girlfriend in the world look at it people i got covid right mm-hmm. i got covid not too long ago okay and for my and i got it right around my birthday 
She came up to my, she, she drove to my house okay. and she stood outside with like happy birthday signs and like all, like all my favorite, like everything I like to eat. And like she just stood outside and, and like was holding it out. I wasn't going inside. No, no, she she wasn't coming in, but she she definitely put that. I mean, uh, yeah. When I got cool with it, she did that. I mean, it was crazy. Like, I like yeah. It it definitely. I was like, oh, I don't know. This is the appreciation rose because she stood outside with a, a happy birthday and yeah, no, nah, yeah, she's that's, the best that's, of the world. That's real. That's love. That that just won my. <laughs> that's amazing. Man, but oh yeah, COVID twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. So something. I mean, it just reminds me of like experiences that most you know high school couples get to have that we kind of didn't. A lot of that was in the last few months of high school. Like my whole life, I've been so excited for prom. Like I don't know. I'm not even somebody who dresses up often or anything like that. And so I was really excited to like find the right dress match colors i wanted to come down the stairs and just have him be like oh my god you look beautiful i wanted the promposal i wanted it all mm-hmm. all of that was gone and like yeah. with with the couple weeks within a matter of like an email yeah. no prom's canceled oh. this is gone that's gone and so i don't know it just and you were pretty upset about that Super upset. I'm a couple days. still upset. Yeah. I, it's super a whole upset. year later. It's hey. a whole year later. And I'd be like, dang, today would have been the day last year that I was getting my hair done. And like, dang, <laughs> I would have been getting the final like fit into my dress today. But that's it. But like, I don't know. It just, COVID was crazy because we went from seeing each other every single day. So mm-hmm. then at one point we hadn't seen each other in like three months. Yeah. And, and, and I think it was just like a, a lot of what caused us, us not seeing each other. Well, you know how early in the virus, nobody kind of knew yeah. what was going on. So it was like, we're not about to see each other and really not know, you know, mm-hmm. like how was this getting transmitted? How can we stop it? And I, and I think once we came up with a game plan to be like, okay, we can only be around each other if we do leave the house. Right. Yeah. And that's when they became like, okay, we can start seeing each other because like a lot, like it, it, it'll make sense. We're mm-hmm. the only people we're seeing. Right. So when we made it that, I, I, and I'm saying that out, meaning outside of our like immediate family, we're the only people we're seeing. When we made it like that. I think we got so much more comfortable and like, and and it was a lot safer. And so we we were free to do what yeah. we wanted to. We were both getting pretty frequent COVID tests and stuff. Yeah, all the time. Because he has a newborn baby in his family, so he was already getting COVID tests at some point so that he could be around the baby. Congratulations. So knowing, what'd you say? Say congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate it. I I appreciate it. And so, like, I don't know. My family, we were taking COVID and everything so serious. Yeah. You get the groceries, leave the groceries in the garage for a day. Then you wipe them down with the Clorox wipes and the Lysol. Then you put them in the pantry. We would sit, we would take your shoes up at the door, spray the bottoms of the shoes. Mm-hmm. You're going to put on two masks when you leave the house. So, like, we were already pretty, like, we was just in here. It was yeah. just a bubble. And so he getting tested. I'm not going nowhere. My family not going nowhere. We knew we could like interact and be safe about it. I think the first time we saw each other, we had a uh, last year was in June. Yeah, we had a picnic down Haynes Point, and we were like post. We were supposed. We were like, okay, you bring your blanket. I'm gonna bring my blanket. We'll stay on like the respective blankets, twelve feet apart. (laughs) We saw each other hug, hug, all hands. Yeah, yeah. like all that flew out the window. All that went out the window. And then, yeah, it, it it was just weird because, like you said, like 
you've seen each other, but you're not supposed to be seeing each other. So it's that like that guilt and like that kind of constant anxiety. Luckily, we both fully vaccinated now, so we don't have to worry about that no yeah, more. Great. But um, it definitely. I just think that you know, I'm glad we made it through or whatever because yeah. a lot of people you know breaking up like a lot of marriages ending and stuff like that because when you either stuck with somebody for yeah. a whole year and some change or you can't even see that person for a whole year and some change it's bound to like take a toll on a relationship yeah but we made it work and um i think now that we know and i think this, this is a world thing too now that you kind of know mm-hmm. how it works uh how to protect yourself mm-hmm. once you got to that point and and, and did a lot of a, a lot of research for each other then he was like, okay, we know what yeah. to do. We got it. We got a solid game plan. And then, like, let's make it happen. And I also think building a friendship, and I just want to go back up, building a, building a great friendship mm-hmm. definitely played a part in us not really losing interest in each other. Because we, right. we were friends first. It's not like we just jumped yes. in the and it was what it was. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we were yeah, we were friends first. It's not like we just jumped in jumped into something and, and then you know what I mean? So yeah. we, we we had we had a bond first as as great friends that mm-hmm. kind of carried that, you know, carried us this whole way through to where we are now. Oh man. This is this is beautiful, man. If this is not goals, I don't know what is. But I'm scared. I don't want it to sound like a boring couple. Like it's just like it's it's not just you know, sunshine and rainbows. It hasn't no, always yeah. been. No, no. But we, I, I don't know. I don't want you to think we fake it or nothing. Like, yeah, we just, we just I, I just think we know how to maneuver, right? M- m- maneuver through our problems, mm-hmm. pretty, pretty, pretty well. Yeah. But we, but we had to not maneuver through things to, to order to gain those skills. I mean, so yeah, like it was definitely like with certain see. things where I feel like I'm not good with talking to people about anything, and she's not. She, it's the same thing with her. So it's like we used to have to. <laughs> pull information out of each other's teeth just to know how the, the one person feels about the other and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But but through those things, I'm, I'm thankful for it now just because like we know how to talk to each other about right. things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, nah, in, in, in the beginning when it came to problems, how we were feeling, and not even something that was in relation to the relationship, just period. Mm-hmm. It was just like, yeah, like we, we had a, I mean, we had to battle with each other. I had to fight to get her to tell me something and she had to do the same for me, vice versa. Right. But I think that's what like a lot of people and a lot of couples though. Like I've I've heard that I heard a lot of stories about that, and I think that's because of even though like I trust you, I don't really trust you, right? There's a yeah. there's a difference. There's a difference. But when you gain that like trust, like okay, like I'm okay with just telling you if I had a bad day. I'm okay if I'm if telling you that I'm just mad. It might be over something stupid. It might be my fault, but I'm still I'm still mad, and I'm telling you, and you better agree with me that it's not my right. fault, even though it's mine, right? Right. But I say it's my fault either. <laughs> it's it's, it's the principle, and I feel like once you once you get that, and once you understand that, then something like y'all have. I'm just surprised that y'all found that out really young. Cause like I said, a lot of marriages did stop. A lot of relationships did come to an end because of COVID. But y'all just, y'all just kept it pushing. But did but y'all went from seeing each other every day to not seeing each other at all. So emotionally, right, just not being like again, not being able to hug. Probably being on Facetime, but being like, I really, just, I want to be there. I don't, I don't want to be yeah. there. 
how was so emotionally right how was that like covid with y'all emotionally as a relationship you want to go first you want me to go first i mean i could just say that like it was hard because not only were we not seeing each other but like we weren't seeing our families really Mm -hmm. We're not seeing our friends. We don't know what's going on with school, our teachers. Like, it was just, like, the world stopped, but it didn't. And Mm -hmm. so it was like, everything's paused, but life is still going. So it's like, I just was already in a place of, like, I remember at one point, it was especially during last year in June Mm -hmm. when everything was going on. Like, everything was really getting heightened with the Black Lives Matter movement. You know, I'm on my social media seeing terrible things Mm -hmm. i can't go to like you know my cousin's house or my friend's house or robert's house or like you know i just can't see anybody i remember telling him like i just need some love right now like Mm -hmm. i just need just like a hug or like Mm -hmm. i don't know i just really really missed him because he is like my best friend like and so i don't know it, it was it was hard and i was really sad most days and like you know facetime thank god for facetime but I wanted to like see his face yeah. and like see right. him and like, but we couldn't. And so it was just emotionally, it was a really rough time all around. And, and, and those were times I got uh, super frustrated. Mm-hmm. I'm a very touchy feely person. Yeah. Like, like that's, that's, that's my love. That's language. his love language. Mm-hmm. So talking on FaceTime mm-hmm. all the time, we're kind of agitated because I'd be like, I don't want to talk to you. Not because I don't want to talk to you. Right. If you're not here, it's making me angry that I can't, um, you know, just walk up to you, give you a hug, and mm-hmm. and and your face tell you about how my day is going, mm-hmm. and you know you tell me about yours, and I and that made me really frustrated. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it we had arguments about that because you know I would be kind of mean, and so it was like you know what I mean, but just because I I can't see you, mm-hmm. and it, it would throw me off so much because I was so used to seeing her all the time, mm-hmm. and like I said, I'm a person where I gotta be, I, I'm I gotta touch you, I gotta be able to hug you, and I gotta be able to just be all on you, and that, that wasn't happening no more. Right. So I think, yeah, I was, it, it it affected me. It just made me super angry. He weren't me. Like, I don't want y'all thinking he was in here talking wild. Mm-hmm. I just, he just was, he's grumpy. He likes to act all tough and, and like, oh, I'm strong. I'm this, like, big man. He's a big softie. And so when he <laughs> said to me, he was pouting. And I'd be like, what's with your attitude? Like, talk to me. He's like, I can't see you. I, I want to see you, see you. It's just like, all right. <laughs> Like, all right, like, <laughs> but y'all worked through it and y'all got through it, and now y'all are together and touchy Philly. So, Rob, yeah. you get what you want, Karma, you get what Definitely. you want, which is amazing, right? Um, so trials and tribulations, everybody goes through them. Arguments, Lord Jesus, don't every relationship goes through it. Um, so what is like I don't want to say the worst, but what's like the most pettiest thing y'all argued about? Like, like the dumbest, like the dumbest thing. Like, it's just didn't even been an argument for real. Hmm. It's a lot of dumb things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't really argue bad ever. It'll just be like, like today we was arguing about what? I, I was like, we was we was. It started off as a fake argument. Where I'm just like, mm-hmm. hey, get off pause. Like, you know, mm-hmm. just talking to talk and then he says it was just something goofy it was just the dumbest thing and we were just talking about that then all of a sudden we was like 
all right, all right, this is dumb, <laughs> dumb. Come on now, like, are you on your way? Yet? Yeah, okay, yeah. But what's the dumbest thing we've argued over? So one thing that's that's like a pet peeve of mine mm-hmm. when it comes like, to being Facetime and stuff like that. Like I, I used to watch TikToks and like I used to watch these cheesy TikToks where people be like, "Oh, you want to fry that feed you through the Facetime screen? Let me tell you something. Look here, Slim. It's nothing. It's nothing that obsesses me more than you trying to feed me through. A, don't do that. You, I feel like you playing with me. There'll be times when she was thinking it was funny and I would really get mad. Like I would really be like, "Yo, come on, where you going?" You grown, like you 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 are grown. you're grown. Please. You don't have no business to be told to. Ooh, no, you want to no, fly? because Ooh, look, you want this, no. you want that. And she know I don't like it though. She know, on, she know I don't on, like it. On. It makes me mad. It, okay, it makes me bore you. Okay, I was look. Away. I was in the Wendy's parking lot, right? I got some Wendy's. I got some fries, right? And Robert, his he hates them couples that be like, you want a cookie, and they be acting like they eating through the screen or whatever. Right. So he was doing. So he was teasing me about something, right? Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, I was like, mm, be quiet. And I was acting like I was giving him a fry. <laughs> and he just got, it's like last week, he got so mad. He's like, he's like, don't play with me like that. He's just like mad. He's like, that's that's just childish. We're grown. And I'm sitting here cracking up laughing. I start choking on the French fry alone in this Wendy's parking lot. I could die. And no one would know but him. And he probably going to be mad. Talking about myself. Well, she shouldn't have died. She shouldn't have been playing around with that French fry. It was just a mess all around. He mad because I'm laughing at him. Yeah, then he laughing at things. himself. Like, it was the dumbest thing. And I just <laughs> was crying laughing. Yeah, stuff like that infuriates me. But she know it. And, and that's why she do it. It's not like she don't know. Yeah, it's not like she don't know. She do it because she want to see me get riled up because she enjoys, enjoys that. Sometimes. See, you grow. <laughs> See, you like, I don't I don't understand. We about like, we, we 19. We're going to be 20 next year. You don't have no business trying to feed me a fry through a FaceTime screen. What are you doing? You know what I'm saying? She wanted one. Like, come I on, just was like, trying to. How, like, how, like, logically, like, how does that work? Why would you stick a, some salt and, and a potato to a camera oh and think I'm going to eat it? You see, now you think it's too hard. Y'all give, y'all give me flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> he said, we are, we are grown. You are grown. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. That's that's a clip. I'm using that for the trailer. That's a clip. Um, but wow, this is great. Um, as a but as a young couple, right? Mm-hmm. Wait, hold on. Before I even go through that, have y'all ever like asked like y'all parents or like just not even doesn't even have to be our parents, just like an older couple like for advice before, like relationship advice. I don't think so. Mm-mm. A mm-hmm. lot of old couples, we have, we interact with a lot of old couples though, not like people we know, but like mm-hmm. we'll be in Safeway. I remember one time we were in Safeway in Georgetown, just holding hands, walking, mm-hmm. and this old man comes up to us and it's like, that's beautiful. I don't see that anymore. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, oh, like, thank you. Like that's, that warms my heart. And like old people, well, not old people, that sounds rude, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, I don't know. Older people are always like kind of going like to yeah, us. Right. I don't know what that's about. We haven't gone to anybody for advice, so to say. But we can't. It's, it's trial and error. Mm-hmm. The, the best way I can put it is trial and error. We, and we figure it out. Biggest mistakes. I swear the biggest mistakes be going to people our age for advice. Yeah, oh, for sure. No, I don't do that. Because then it just be 
a mess. Then it just, I don't know. Try, that, that's a big lesson I think we both learned. Like our relationship is between us, right. not us and these people, not us and her and us and him and us and them. It's us and right. go to other people for advice and, and, and other people knowing what's going on and stuff just gets. Mm-hmm. It gets messy. Yeah. Cause y'all don't know what y'all doing. Then y'all go to other people that definitely don't know what they do. Come on now, they not even in a relationship to and know what they doing. Are, when we don't know what's going on, we like having like a a, a problem or something like that. We not butting heads because we want to hurt each other. We butting heads because we want we both want whatever is best. We just don't know what that is. Yeah. Other people when they see butting heads, they just think, oh, this is interesting. They're not looking out for the solution or what we want or like mm-hmm. what's best or like how to fix it. They just want something to talk about. And so learning that, you know, we are the only ones that want the best for us and to keep it between us when we're going through stuff mm-hmm. was a big yeah. Yeah. Lesson learned. Big Put lesson like learned. Right. The the way I saying that was that was like y'all relationship in jeopardy going to like somebody else for advice or something? Because the way I saying lesson learned is I, mean, I just think not in jeopardy. Not in jeopardy. I just sometimes mm-hmm. going. It's better if you just figure a situation out on your own. You know what I mean? Like, let, like let's because, because like, yeah, yeah your, your friends can really sometimes have the best intentions for you, but you don't want to. Not every, not everything should be known to your friends either. You know what I mean? Like, it's 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 things that she's told me that I'm not about to tell to somebody else. But right. you might have to say those things to give them perspective on how to help your situation out. So, you know, I, I just think with, with stuff like that, you know, we're tossing information to people, not because they were the wrong people, but just because how do you know that she wanted that information to fall with another set of ears? Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's just stuff like that. It was just like, you know what, let's not, let's just figure it out ourselves and just get through it and just pile an error and figure it out and we're going to get mm-hmm. to a solution. You know what I mean? And I think, you know, a, a lot of what can be, button, a lot of what can be buttonhead sometimes or not coming to an, a, a resolution is you're fighting to get your thoughts across to the other person, and they're fighting to get yeah. theirs to you. Because people want to be understood. Yeah, like, yeah, at the yeah. heart at the of root it, of it. Yeah. just want to be yeah. understood. Mm-hmm. Other people don't want to understand. They just want to know. Right. 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 And then you know, and, and and wasn't as cut and dry as like I got to be right and you got to be wrong. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It was like people would think that, and it's like no, nah, that's not really what it is. So you know, I just don't think bringing it to other people did did us justice. I just think sitting down with each other and having uncomfortable conversations mm-hmm. is what it, it, it what made a better outcome. Yeah. Right. But what you just said just made me think of something. You was like, she has her side and you have your side and y'all just want understanding, right? That just reminded me just of a scene. Like basically y'all are just y'all are just in the scene. Oh, it is. High key. Two people. I really think that both of us being actors helps our communication and understanding of problems and like our conflict mm-hmm. resolution or whatever mm-hmm. because since we both sitting there analyzing scenes and we both seen like and we and it's funny because sometimes we'll be in a scene together mm-hmm. and the characters are going through the exact same thing we going through mm-hmm. and like it could all be so easy because you got the solution written out on the page for you right but i'm just stubborn and he's stubborn <laughs> So which one of us is gonna crack first and just be like, all right, look, this is what it is. But yeah, y'all no, both I, know. Yeah. Yeah. Both of us being actors definitely I think is helpful. Yeah. Because we're able to step outside of ourselves and go to that place of empathy 
and understanding that you're not my enemy. We both want what's best. Right. We just got to really listen to each other. Mm-hmm. And that's like one of the first things that, well, one of the first things that I learned in the theater department is that you have to understand the other person's point of view. Yeah. Like your character, you're going to understand your character because that's your character, right? You have no other choice but to understand them. But understanding the other person is where the difficulty comes in. That's where the challenge comes in. Understanding what you're saying, right? Um, This has been great. I've learned a lot. I hope y'all tuning in to the Oscar podcast learned a lot. Um, I'm going to try to apply this if I find someone, hey, if this is any girls looking at this, don't look. I'm single. Y'all, y'all see me. Look at, look what you did. He has a whole podcast. He's committed to his art. Come on, what are y'all sleeping on? Come on, y'all see me. But um, if there's any, but y'all, but y'all are the older couple right now, right? Remember we were talking about the older couple getting the advice. Y'all are, y'all are them, right? There's a younger couple out there. They struggling. They going, they going through it. What is something that y'all would tell them right now, this very moment? You wanna go first? Or... No, you go first. I'm still trying you to go think. First? I think the biggest piece of advice, mm-hmm. choose love. And like, when I say that, I mean, it's not, you know, people are complex. People have different layers and different backgrounds and like different, like, you know, mm. people are who they are for a multitude of reasons. Right. You have, to, you have to love every single one of those reasons along with the person that you're loving. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it'll be times where Robert will do something and it'll just like, it won't make sense to me or like, I'll be hurt by it. And like, mm one of those times where like, we bump ahead so we both want the same thing but just both disagree on how to get there right and rather than choosing pride or choosing my own stubbornness mm-hmm. or choosing to hold a grudge or choosing to go find other people or choosing to give up you mm-hmm. gotta choose love and like which you, you know what i'm saying like right. You have to, you have to kind of choose love. Like it's kind of like an active choice. It can't just be passive. It can't just be, we'll figure it out. I love him. It has to be, I love him. So what am I going to do about this? Like, how are we going to fix this? Message. And the second piece of advice my mama told me, if you are young, y'all don't have no bills. Y'all don't have no kids to worry about. Y'all don't have no taxes or nothing to worry about. No type of insurances to worry about. And y'all still arguing. Yeah. go ahead and give it up because yeah. sometimes communication can be spotty but if y'all always arguing and y'all are kids if it's not meant to be it's not you gotta young, let bro. It go. i think right. yeah that's and that's really what i wanted to touch on unless you you know going out with intentions to make something long term like i think like because every relationship is with us we walked in with with the intentions to have a long-term relationship this wasn't something that was just like like we, we talk about the long game you know what I mean? But if, but at the same time, you're young. You know what I mean? If, yeah. if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. But also, if it is, you're going to find your way back. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But, you know, I think people people will try to lose so much, lose uh, just a big portion of themselves in sacrifice of 
the relationship. Yep. It's like, come on, bro. It, you, you got you got to help you before you can help somebody else. Yep. Right. You got to help you before you can help somebody else. If it's you know, so so one advice, but one advice that I will give you, young, do not do not strain yourself. Yeah. Trying to fix something that. You can, I mean, like we, yeah, we don't got no work. I mean, well, now we got bills that we pay, yeah. but I mean, like, you know, what I'm saying, like, when you when you young, you you didn't be young, be young, and just be enjoy young. that because when it's over, it's over. I'm yeah. feeling that now. When it's, over, it's over. You got paper stuff. Yeah, when you, yeah, just be. Don't number one, don't try to make a home out of a human being. Nope. Human beings are inconsistent and unstable. I call him my home a lot because I find comfort in him, but I'm not about to stake my whole happiness or yeah, self-love no, or self-worth or anything right. and then like he was saying if you young just be young be like you. even though we talk about long-term stuff a lot we didn't walk into this saying all right we're in this for the next three to five years sign the contract yeah no. we just take it day by day just Man, be young be young choose love don't make a home out of other people or like Definitely. don't strain yourself trying to have a relationship like i said be young yeah no, yeah communicate man yeah. message y'all need to write a book i swear to god i need to write a book um Thank y'all so much for coming on the podcast it's been an honor this has been long overdue karma you know I how long we've been trying to you karma you know how long we've been trying to schedule this junk this is, yeah um but y'all are artists at the end of the day so i will love to get y'all dead or alive now everybody that's tuning in to the us podcast hello i'm your wonderful beautiful melanated host eric curry the third and yeah. um if this is your first time watching the us podcast hello if this is your last time watching the us podcast well goodbye but dead or alive is basically a segment where the artist on the podcast gets to choose artists that they would like to work with that is dead or alive. You can choose one artist. You can choose a hundred artists. Please don't choose a hundred artists because I still have to edit this podcast. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Dead or alive. This is this is all y'all. Artists you like to work with. When you're saying this, are you saying like in our respective field or like what? In, in anything. In anything. Hmm. Dead or alive. I think an artist that I would like to work with, mm-hmm. but it's very hard to work with this person. Um, I, musically growing up, Jay Z was my end all be all. As a, like, he's like, like he mm-hmm. like like I mean like I like I would dress up like him in a mirror and try to like sing his songs word for word. So mm-hmm. so if I ever got the chance to work with him, mm-hmm. it would be something like a it it'll, it'll be a like a personal step up. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I'm saying? Just because like as like with anything, he 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 inspired me to um. To, to step into acting and to step in mm-hmm. to music because even though he wasn't an actor he made a lot of opportunities with like his, with his film company and, yeah. and just seeing where you go and seeing somebody that looked like me and come from the environment that I come from mm-hmm. turn that bad situation into a good one I just think as, as a kid he was like the poster child you know definitely you know on the south side where I grew up to what you could be mm-hmm. everything you can be you right. know what I mean so yeah that's 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 definitely a person I would really love to work with because it's super personal mm-hmm. all right so somebody that i would love love to work with mm-hmm. is nina simone because she she's like my favorite artist of all time because you can just hear everything she was feeling at the time mm-hmm. she sang a song on like listening to um 
Everything Must Change by Nina Simone mm -hmm. takes you to somehow the exact spot she was in without knowing what spot she was in. Right. There's, so, there's such a specificity in her music that leads to a universality. And like it just it pierces through somebody when they listen to her. She's just like incredible. I love her so much. And alive, I would love to work with SZA or J. Cole. I just love them. And I know they're not actors, but we could just we could just chill, talk about art for real, for real. We didn't have to talk about acting or nothing like that or writing. We mm -hmm. could just hang out and also Issa Rae because that's what I want to do. I want to be able to direct, write, and be in it. And so yeah, those are my general lives. You heard a new Cole album. Oh my God, don't even get me started on Hunger on Hillside. Been on repeat, been on repeat. Okay, we can, we, we got it. One more thing, for, for artists that isn't here anymore, mm -hmm. I would like to work with a, it was a um very, very talented, just producer, DJ, everything. His name was Jay Dilly, he passed away. Uh, he passed away a lot in the early yeah. 2000s. But uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know what I'm saying? You, yeah. you, you, you know of Jay Dilly, obviously. Uh, one thing that got me turned on to him and really made me want to work with him, and this was before I found he had passed, was uh, his album Donuts. And like when you now, now that I'm older and I realized that it was about him settling with the fact that he was about to die, mm -hmm. and he made that an album, and then he made the album in his hospital bed. Yeah, you know, I think like that was just like that's talent on a whole nother level, and that's a person that's that's not here now that I would really love to work yeah. with. Mandela, man, that was that took me all a beast. Dilla is a beast, beast, a beast. And, and, and if anybody has not heard Donuts, that's in this whole that that, that that's in the podcast right now. Listen, I promise you, you will not regret it. I'm one of listen. the greatest everything of all, one of the greatest everything ever to ever do it. Yeah, um, yeah definitely one of the greatest producers to ever do it. His beat time. Time. easily, easily. But thank y'all so much for coming on. Uh, we've been scheduling this, but this is finally, this finally happened. Um, I'd like to thank y'all. And I'd also like to thank y'all watching the Osblock podcast. Again, my name is Eric Curry III. You can follow me on Instagram at Eric Curry III. You can follow the podcast at Osblock Podcast. All of Karma and Rob's Instagrams and stuff will be linked in the bio. If you are watching this on YouTube, make sure you like. Make sure you comment. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you turn on post notifications so you can be notified every time we post a podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure you give me a five-star and a review. If you're listening anywhere else, shout out yes, to sir. you. Remember that artists never die. And I'll see y'all next week. Peace. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>